Welcome back for another show, another segment of Expansion of Consciousness. I'm your host, Jason Medlock. And, you know, I told you guys, you know, uh, uh, when we first started doing this thing, that our purpose was to expand our consciousness, was to use different modalities that we were presenting on the show to help improve your life, to help move you from point A to point B. And the show has evolved from season one, season two, and now we're on season three. And I got to tell you, my consciousness has expanded more into businesses, has expanded more into helping some of my clients understand how to use uh, different modalities to, to make them the absolute best they can be at their job, at their career, um, at anything they want to do. So I wanted to, I'm starting to bring people, more business-minded people, who actually understand that there are different techniques that are involved to even get you to, to that level. And that brings me to Karen Gray. Uh, Karen's an ICF certified life and business coach and the founder and CEO of Gray Legacy Partners. Karen supports executives, business owners, and leaders to successfully create a life and a career they don't feel a need to escape from. She specializes in supporting leaders to take advantage of their team's strengths. Karen is passionate about working with quote unquote alpha men <laughs> to better understand and work with women. You know, you know, some some of some of us men out here, uh, you know, we, we we're alpha all the way, but we have to know how to feel and how to have a, how to have a heart uh, when you work with uh, the opposite sex. But Karen also empowers women all over the world to embrace their strengths, scars, and stories in order to reclaim their voice, pursue their calling, and discover their purpose. Karen is able to address and dig deep to resolve issues of insecurity, imposter syndrome, negative mindset, toxic leadership, self-control, and establish a balance of boundaries with humility honor, and grace. As a founder of the Rock Movers podcast, Karen is given a voice in bringing awareness to the amazing humans who are moving rocks, turning them into stepping stones of success. And I got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this is a special, special young lady. And I am so, so proud to bring her on the show. And without any further ado, Karen Gray. Hey, Karen, how are you? Oh, hey, Jason. Oh, my gosh. I just feel so humbled by that introduction and your uh, intro video. Wow. I'm over here jamming. Like, this is going to be a good show today. Oh thank gosh. you. Thank you. And, and, I'm, and I'm glad to. And like I said in my, uh, my, my intro, um, consciousness is more than just metaphysics. And Absolutely. consciousness is more than just, you know, being aware of who you are. Consciousness bleeds into the way we think about business operations, the way we move in our lives every day, uh, changing our mindset and overcoming challenges. When I read uh, through your website and I read your profile, I'm like, I got to have Karen um, on this show. I love it. Such a synergy. And yeah, I think how we do anything is how we do everything. And so how you show up spiritually, emotionally, professionally, it's 
it's all the same. And if it's not, you're out of alignment and that's where the problem happens, right? Well, well exactly. And we wanna, let's go ahead and get into it. And obviously this is the first question that most, most of us ask anyway. Yep. How did you get started on this path, this trek? Wow. Um, you're, 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 you're out there, you're doing it uh, big time. But how, how did you get started? Um, you know, I think for most of us, it, it's never just one thing. Yes. But for me, it really began with my adoption journey, which created a lot of unhealthy thoughts, unhealthy habits. Um, I learned that I was adopted at six, and that just created this person who became a people pleaser, who self-sabotaged, made a lot of wrong choices as a young adult. And then in my professional career, I became a financial advisor and I began to see these um, links and similarities between people who had a lack of self-worth and people yeah. who couldn't manage their money, who couldn't manage their confidence, who couldn't manage some of the things um, that they really wanted, right? They would self-sabotage and not pursue it. And by that awareness of my own issues and then seeing it mirrored in my clients, I became a better coach than I was an advisor in that space. But they thought I was this amazing financial advisor when really I just really coached them through things to manage their emotions about the money. And fast forward a few years, I became a coach for my daughter that evolved into a business coach. And um, now I do it full time. And I am just so passionate when when you see someone that takes something that you've poured out from your heart and it changes their life, mm -hmm. you get hooked. It's just what my, I feel like my passion found me. That is outstanding. And, you know, for all the women out there um, that, that may be watching you, men as well, but for all the women out there that may be watching you, um, coming up and going through uh, what you just described, what's the one thing you wish that they all knew? Oh, wow. Um, so I think the main thing is that your self-worth doesn't come from outside of you. Mm -hmm. Your value, your worth cannot be given to you by things, by someone else. Someone else can't make you happy. So when you really take ownership of that, then I believe that's when everything else begins to work better. And that's when you stop blaming other people for you made me mad. No, I chose to be mad. So when you really take ownership of those thoughts, your feelings, your emotions, and take those captive and really see what those thoughts are creating, what you're making those mean, changes everything. So, uh, Karen, you, you're a coach and you're a business coach, you're a life coach. Um, you help people um, create the situation they're looking for. You know, but how do what's the how to method? How how do you create a life um in, in lack of a better term that you don't need to escape from? But everybody's trying to escape from their life and escape from right. this. How do you create a life um that you don't need to escape from? Um it's not a magic pill. Let me just start there. <laughs> you know, I think we're all looking for that magic button, that magic pill that we can just flip the switch and everything gets better. And the closest thing I can get you to that is your thoughts, what you think, what you make things mean to you dictates everything. 
And so when you begin to take your own thoughts captive, when you begin to take ownership of your thoughts and begin to use those, because as you know, we can go really deep. Our brain, our subconscious doesn't know the difference between what we tell it and what's really happening. So if I'm going to sit here and say, I hate my life, my life's miserable, people suck, um, that's exactly what your brain's going to look for and find. And uh, since you want to go there. Yeah, let's go there. <laughs> Habits are something that we form, um, you know, two, three, four, six years old, eight years old, 12. These habits are formed because of our environment. Right. And our subconscious is recording all this information. Our conscious mind doesn't start working until we're seven or eight years old. You know, like we, we, we consciously know that, okay, I'm here, I am. And because we've created all these habits and you, you talked about the subconscious mind, yes, that's all it knows. That's everything, it's recording everything that you do. And I would imagine that the challenges that you have, Karen, working with um, different clients that you have to totally uh, point them into the direction on where the issues are. Now let's figure out how to change that so I can start to get you making money, so I can start to move your business um, finances in a different direction. Um, but I know, I know that conquering the imposter in our head is a is a hell of a thing to do. Yeah, you know, and insecurities. Talk to us about that. Yeah, so let's let's get real. Okay. Because the imposter syndrome is something that we have made up. Um, yes. to, to explain and justify these feelings, thoughts, and emotions that are going on. Yes. Imposter syndrome isn't really a thing. Let's just put it out there. Mm. It's just thoughts. We are giving it power by calling it something. And so when I say overcome insecurity and your imposter syndrome, it's really, let's just reshape your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Let's make them mean something different. Because when you do that, you no longer feel that lack of worth, that lack of value. You know, you no longer feel like you're wearing two masks, as I say. You know, the one that I show the world, I'm putting on this great face, like I have it all together. But inside, I feel like if they really knew what was going on, then they wouldn't love me. They would reject me. They would abandon me. They would fire me, whatever it is. That's where that imposter syndrome, as we call it, comes from. It's really, we're just making our thoughts mean something that isn't true because there's truth, big T, and then there's what we observe to be true. That's no, our. I, I don't want you to give away all your secrets. <laughs> you pull somebody out of that, yeah. and we both know how to do it, but yeah. if you can eloquently explain um, in a broad way, mm -hmm. how do you pull someone out of that? It all starts with them becoming aware of their own value. And I call that VQ. You know, there's IQ, intelligence. Yes. There's EQ, your emotional awareness. Well, I teach VQ, value awareness. And when you begin to see your own value, you recognize it for who you are, just as a spirit, as a human, as a body, as this person you were created to be and the purpose you're here for, regardless of what anyone else says, thinks, or does, that's your foundation, then you can begin to change your thoughts and everything else about your life. And grow confidence. All starts with the value. Absolutely.
Yeah, I mean, so I mean, and and confidence uh, means everything uh, yeah, when you're trying to make a change yeah. in your life. What what does it really mean to be confident, though? I was, yeah, you said that, and I was just thinking, like, there's a difference, and I think for people that have any kind of challenge feeling confident, they feel like being confident is braggadocious, right? There's an ego associated with that or an arrogance. And that's that's not the case. Mm -hmm. Confidence is an assuredness in that you know who you are, what you can do, and what you offer. Yes. And when you're just simply in that space, you can be humble and confident. You can be generous and confident. You can be kind and confident. You don't have to be an egotistical jerk to be confident. That's different. Those are two different things, arrogance and confidence. When I'm in hypnosis sessions uh, with mm -hmm. clients, um, I all too well understand how to instill that confidence. Confidence um, It's repetitive mm -hmm. um, because the subconscious mind has to hear it over and over and over okay. to, to, to make sure that, oh, okay, okay, you want to do this. Okay, well, now that I know that you want to do this, okay, now let's move this confidence in. So yeah. uh, it's amazing to hear you talk about that. But I want to piggyback on something you said earlier uh, about being adopted. And um, tell us how being adopted impacted your confidence. Oh, wow. Everything. Um, mm -hmm. There was a part of me and most adoptees that I've talked to that when we learned that we're adopted, whatever age, I was six, um, there was something about me that when someone said, oh, my goodness, we love you and we chose you to be a part of our family, in my little kid brain, I heard, well, if you chose me, that means the person that was supposed to choose me didn't. So feeling unwanted, feeling abandoned, feeling um, like I was broken, there was something wrong with me, set me on this path of I have to be good enough to be liked, to be approved, to be accepted or the consequences are someone else is going to reject me, abandon me. There was just, and I grew up in a great home. So it's not about your environment. Now it can be, but it doesn't have to be. And mine wasn't. I had a great family, but I still felt that always growing up. And because that was so painful, I chose to focus on other broken people and fixing them rather than working on myself. And so I had a lot of really broken relationships and catastrophic relationships. They were very unhealthy, very toxic, abusive. Oh, I just, I stepped into that and many adoptees do, or many people who have been through abuse and feel those same feelings and emotions, they tend to perpetuate that trying to be good enough, trying to be enough rather than working on the true issue that's really going on underneath the surface, which is about us. That's, mm. that just feels too painful and feels like we can't change that. It just is right. We believe it to be true. Right. But when you look at it and it's not the truth, that's what changed everything. And, and you, and you coach around fear, you I know? Do. So, you know, like, what are you afraid of and how does that, you know, how, you know, have you ever faced, you know, anything um, that was tough um, and did you overcome it or have you had to help someone overcome? Yeah. Oh, yes. time after time. And 
I think you can't be human and 54 years old. I just turned 54 this week. So you can't, <laughs> yeah, you can't be 54 and not have those hurdles. Mm -hmm. You can't be 54 and not have gone through those fears and overcome them. Um, I think the greatest fear that I overcame was facing my adoptive mom yes. and finding her and the fear of being rejected again. Um, that wasn't the case. We have a great relationship and I've been super blessed, but just that fear of facing that was tremendous, almost, you know, paralyzing. Um, but when you look at what am I truly afraid of? And if that happens, then what? Right. And the truth was, I was ready to face that. And that's what I walk my clients through. What's the worst thing that can happen? What's the best thing that can happen? Can you accept both of those? Fantastic. We can move forward. So if you just joined us, this is Expansion of Consciousness. I'm your host, Jason Medlock. And we have business coach, life coach, uh, Karen Gray with us. And Karen's website is www.coachkarengray.com, coachkarengray.com. So Karen, what I, what I want to do now is your website is beautiful, by the way. It is, it's very, very nice. And I, I'd like to, I, I just want to get your take on something. You probably didn't know I was going to do this, um, but you're an executive coach. Mm -hmm. um, you mainly work with a lot of women. Look at that beautiful uh, um, website. Thank you. Rediscover. Rediscover. Mm. Okay. Now just, just talk a little bit about this website and, and some of the things that, um, you know, that you, that you stand for. Yeah. So really what I teach and what I coach on is, and this is what I believe we all do is we're here to teach and do what we've learned. Mm -hmm. And so my path was I rediscovered, um, who I was at my core as a human. And once I did that and understood my value, yes. then I could align that to my, my values, who I'm supposed to be with what matters to me mm -hmm. and then connect that to a purpose. What do I do with that? And then that's how I transcended into the place that I'm at now to really walk that purpose. And so when I say champion the human spirit to me, I'm here to be a champion of other people, to support them, to encourage them, to stand at the starting line and say, you can do this and stand at the finish line and said, you did it. I'm here with you along the way. And so when we do help people become their own champion, then that's where you find your value. That's when it all begins to align and you really walk that purpose. I'll tell you, uh, coachkarengray.com, coachkarengray.com. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, go and check out uh, Karen's work. Uh, Karen's mm -hmm. written a book um, that you may find interesting as well. Uh, but go go and look at some of the things um, that Karen is doing, and there could be a match. Um, you never know. But Karen, I want to, I want to ask you something else uh, while we're on this topic. Why? did you get started even coaching, you know, which just why? Um, I think initially it was because I just had such a desire to focus on helping others. So it probably started for the wrong reason, but I found so much purpose in helping other people feel good about themselves. And I saw that as I did that, 
I felt better about me and it just made everything come into alignment. And so I just truly have a passion for helping people have better lives. I love that. So uh, what's your model? I mean, how, how's your program set up? Yeah. So right now I offer one-on-one private coaching and that's really the core of what I do. Um, but I have a brand new group coaching program that's launching the end of March, which okay. I'm super excited about because this is where we're really diving into this value, worth, money, mindset connection and diving deep to help people make that change. Because if you're struggling with confidence, you're feeling like that imposter and you notice that it's also affecting how you manage and feel about money. Like I want that job, but I don't ever feel like I can get it because I'm oh, not. So, so value, worth, money, mindset. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They're all, they it. are also intricately connected. And my group program is, is just going to be very private, very connected. It's going to be um, just for women. If I have a yeah, bunch of men that are interested, <laughs> I'm willing to do it for the guys too. Um, but this tends to be such a oh my gosh, I just have this conversation over and over and over again with my female clients. So I just filled the need and showed up to do this. So, so excited. It's going to be transformational. I can't wait to change women's lives. It just lights my soul on fire. Uh, you know what? My soul is uh, lit right now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Karen, one of the speakers, speeches that I listened to, um, mm -hmm. it, it was about baggage. Yes. Um, yes. Can you give us a little bit uh, on what on what's that about? Yeah. So really, again, back to my journey, we go along life. And as humans, you know, we, we joke about, oh, that person's got a lot of baggage. Right. But truly what it is, is we take on the lessons and the things that other people tell us. Mm. Right. You're yes. no good. OK, that's a rock in my bag. You're not smart. That's a rock in my bag. You're a loser. That's a rock in my bag. You'll never be rich. Our family doesn't have money. Our family always works. We're not going to be one of those mean rich people on the hill. That's a rock in my bag. And what I have learned is those rocks get heavy. As you get older and into adulthood, you realize I'm carrying around the crap in these bags of everyone else that have put them there. And so I can now go into this bag, take out this rock. Maybe it's anger. Maybe it's abuse. Maybe it's a divorce. And I get to look at this rock physically, look at it. And I do this, you know, I go through this with the, um, with things that you can actually hold. So I bag of rocks and does this rock serve me? What did it teach me about me? Do I want to carry the rock or do I want to carry what I learned? I want to carry the lesson. This taught me that I'm resilient. I'm strong. I am smart. I am capable. I'm going to lay this rock down. And that's now on the path that I'm moving forward. And it's on the path for the people that are finding me, coming behind me. And so I'm building a path forward with the rocks from my bags. And now my bag is light. I'm carrying these lessons and they're beautiful and they're light and now they no longer burden me because I don't carry the crap of everybody else. I get to choose what those lessons mean to me and how I'm going to use them going forward. So is that what a rock mover is? That's what a rock mover is. I've taken the rocks out of my bag okay. and I've moved them 
to create a path for other people and for my future. And and basically, if you um, um, sign up with Karen or she's um, fortunate to become your coach, she's going to teach you how to move rocks. And Absolutely. What a wonderful concept. So your podcast is called Rock, Rock Movers. Yeah. Let's talk about your yeah. podcast for a second. It's about people moving challenges mm -hmm. and really reframing how we see those things because we feel like life has happened to us. And when you begin to change and see the lesson, now you see life has actually happened for you. Mm. And you can embrace this beautiful, resilient, strong, capable, worthy, valuable person that you are today because of those challenges because of those things that have happened and sometimes in spite of those things. So they're not all great. My bags were filled with a bunch of stuff that wasn't great. I wouldn't have chose those things to happen, but they did. And here I am. And now I can look back and see maybe this is why it happened. I had to go through this to be who I am, to have the empathy for the women that I serve, to have compassion for women who have been physically, sexually, emotionally abused, and to have a heart for people to change the world because the world is changing and it needs us to be that light. It needs us to be that encouragement and that champion for others because there's a lot of darkness out there in business, in relationships, in our community, in our home sometimes. And if we can't be that light for ourselves and for others, it's going to remain dark. I can't stay in the darkness. So that's my goal. That is that's that's awesome. And, you know, earlier, um, just reading through a lot of your material and just getting a good feel um, uh, for your style of business and the way you coach, I ran across just strong statements you were making about mm -hmm. alpha males and alpha females in the workplace. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, is 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 it volatile? Is it victory? Is it something? This is obviously things that you've come in contact with and mm -hmm. you've had to deal with. Can you talk to us about that a little bit? Sure. So um, I've been surrounded by alpha men all my life, and I worked as a financial advisor in a male-dominated industry with some very strong alpha personalities. And what I've learned through that process is there's a lot of things going on under the surface. We make a lot of assumptions about people, but oftentimes people step into an alpha role that they really don't feel sometimes. Um, and sometimes they really are that that leader personality. Um, but when you have a strong, dominating man in the room or in a company with a strong, alpha, dominating female, that male-female energy oftentimes comes at blows with each other if we don't understand and recognize and begin to appreciate the differences because they are two different energies, right? Um, a, a female is going to come from a different place than a, a man or a woman um, with a masculine energy because women can have masculine energy as well. So yes. just understanding where that female energy and, and masculine energy are coming from, having the communication and understanding the benefit that someone else can bring to the table and being open to that conversation. So we talk about you know, right now, diversity inclusion is a huge topic on the, the table for every business. Um, and if it's not, it should be. But diversity comes in many different forms, you know, debil disabilities and different backgrounds and different um, 
styles. So there's diversity in a lot of ways, including how we look, the skin that we wear and how we show up with our background, with our heritage, with our history. So understanding that some cultures are just going to be more dominant. That's, yes. that's their culture, right? That's not necessarily a black or white thing or a, a nation, national thing. It's a cultural thing. And so understanding that about each other is so important, so critically important. If you have this dynamic of these combative personalities, um, let's just take America, for example, put a New Yorker in a room with a Texan, two different personalities, most likely yes. two different <laughs> cultures. Yes. And they can really go to blows, put a Georgia in the room, someone from Georgia, South Georgia in the room with a New Yorker, very different personalities, right? So yeah. typically you're going to see things from just a different lens. And it's just acknowledging that that person has a different experience and they're looking at life through that different lens and giving them grace and asking questions. Questions are key to communication. And um, I guess, and what you do, you're helping people be able to attain that level of calmness, that level mm -hmm. uh, um, of, you know, just transparency in their feelings and emotions um, to create this pleasant work environment. And you yeah. speak a lot about the F words, uh, fear of <laughs> failure, finances, forgiveness. And I know I said those fast, but I'm gonna let you talk about the F words that you, that you preach and that you talk about uh, with your clients. Yeah. So when we think F words, we are like, oh, this is getting expletive. No, <laughs> not at all. Um, it can. It, bombs get dropped. Uh, but when we talk about the things that really motivate us, they are fear, family, mm. finances. Um, you know, we have to face our fears sometimes in that fight, flight or run yes. or freeze. You know, that part of our brain runs the show so much. So when we can become aware of that and take control of that, again, it's about this awareness and control. We begin to recognize there's really not anything to be afraid of here. You yeah. know, some people have a, a like death fear of public speaking. There's also thousands of people that speak publicly every day. So we know getting up on the stage isn't the true fear. That's not really what's going on. There's something else under the surface, right? I don't want to be rejected. I don't want to be laughed at. I don't want to fail. You know what I look at it like, uh, Karen? There's always a top line and issue, whether it be fear, faith, mm -hmm. failure, finance, forgiveness, whatever the issue is, there's always an oil spill of things uh, in a person's life. Always. Always. Uh, whether it be if, if one of the F-words were finance, mm -hmm. and if a person is having problems in that area, you best believe that from finance is bad relationship, not doing well at work, yeah. um, um, can't sleep at night. You know, so th they're, they're just a, when people uh, look for the services of a coach, and want to have a session and just talk to me for a second. It's not going to work, people. <laughs> we have to. There's a program, and that's why I asked about Karen's. Uh, what was what was her coaching method and her system? There's a program she has to put you through. Right. And, um, 
there's no magic bullet. You can't just, you know, there's, there's a process, right? Yeah. But to what you just said, it, it's, it's so true. It's really probably 99% of the time, never about the thing that we think it is. So it's not about the fear. Really, it's about the underlying issues. It's never about the conflict between the two people. It's about the things that the two people bring to the table and the differences that they're not communicating. Um, in a marriage, it's not about this, you know, I, I don't know if you've ever seen the the video, it's not about the nail. I, I have not. Oh my gosh, okay. I just dropped a bomb. If you haven't seen the video, it's a YouTube video, it's hilarious. It's called, it's not about the nail. The woman has a nail on her forehead and the man just wants to fix the nail. He just wants to remove it. And it's not about the nail. It's about how she feels about the pain in her head. Right. So there's so many things always going on the, on under the surface or all of the things that we bring to the table from our childhood, the traumas, the drama that we make it seem. And that's where coaching is so impactful because it helps you see you're not alone in that. And it helps you navigate and be accountable to the process of change. So to a potential client, mm -hmm. I'm asking you this question so that they can, you know, uh, you know, just understand you totally. What's something most people don't know about you? Oh, how deep <laughs> you want to go? Um, well, you know, I'm adopted now. Um, and really, I... I would say the biggest gift that I bring to the to the table is that I offer a safe place where people can be vulnerable. Um, but something that they don't know about me is I grew up on an Indian reservation. Mm. And growing up in New Mexico on an Indian reservation in a really diverse area, um, I just learned to see humans as humans. And that was such a gift. And so, um, you know, being raised in a, a community in Northwest New Mexico that was a third Hispanic, a third Navajo, and a third Anglo or white, um, it was really just this melting pot of people. We were very remote, and so people had to help people, and we were just one big family. That's how I see everyone. That's how I see my life. And so I've just, I, I was given such a gift with that. And so being able to receive people that are different than me just feels so natural. So, um, Karen, would you like to, you know, we're running up uh, on time. So yeah. is there anything else that you could share of leave with the audience? Um, one last parting words for them. I think when we begin to acknowledge that the things that we've been telling ourselves, just ask one question. What if this wasn't true? Yes. What could happen then? What if I could have those things that I want, have the life that I want and feel the way I want to feel? What then? And then just embrace the possibilities that that could happen. What then? What yeah. then? Yep. Well, again, um, um, Coach Karen, um, go check her website out. Uh, www.coachcaringray.com and uh, it was really really lovely having you on I want you to hang around in the back office I'm gonna do the outro and I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna talk to you for a second okay can't wait thanks Jason right. so much thanks. I appreciate your time yes yeah, stay there hold on for a second wow <laughs> Karen Gray I see ICL certified life 
um, and business coach, um, founder of, and CEO of Gray Legacy Partners. Um, she supports executives, business owners, um, and leaders. Uh, what a fabulous guest. Uh, and again, uh, I, I promised I would share content um, that wasn't just all deep, deep, deep metaphysical. You know, we have to understand where we come from, how we're made, how we can access parts of our consciousness. And we need to know the infinite abilities we possess from within. But we also have to connect to our current construct, our current day reality, the work, going to uh, figure out how to get a loan, how to start my business. And Karen Gray uh, epitomizes all those things. And I'm so glad that we can have a mixture of content uh, that blends uh, the thought processes of many. Thank you so much. And um, we are excited. We're overwhelmed that you continue to support us. Go to YouTube and follow us at expansionofconsciousness.com and click like uh, and subscribe so that you can see wonderful content like this. Um, we're going to go ahead and sign out. Thank you very much. And we appreciate you. Good night. Yeah.